do 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 Making your way in the world today takes everything you got. This comes to us from Jordan Maywood. Next up, we have Jordan. He's going to tell a joke. We got an answer for Jordan Maywood. Yes, Wood May. Hello, this is Penn Gillette. The possibility exists that if I were to actually listen to the Liberal Cube podcast featuring host Jordan Maywood, I could potentially enjoy it. Eh, I'll ring an endorsement, I guess. Potentially enjoy this episode, which will start after the other half of my magical comedy duo, Teller, gives us a countdown. Take it away, Teller. Hello, welcome to the Libro Cube. Uh, my name is Jordan Maywood, and I am the lackadaisical Libro Cube Okay, well, that is giving me a perfect opportunity to say that uh, this episode is probably not going to be very good for several reasons. One, I haven't recorded in like three weeks. So, uh, I have a feeling that fact means that uh i'm rusty and will not know what i'm doing too or b if you prefer and i hope you do um some of the things that i'm going to talk about are not fresh in my brain for the reason that i haven't recorded in the aforementioned some weeks so you know take all of that with a grain of salt and let's just call this episode uh you know, getting back in the swing of things, sort of thingamajig, okay? Uh, normally I say other things at the top, but uh, the other thing I want to try to do because of my feeling of this episode not being good, or at least the potential of that, is to stick to the timer. Also, uh, doing something I'm not sure I've ever done, going to record this episode, 419, and the next oh fuck the next episode 420 back to back which i'm not sure if i've ever done that it's just i had so much build up uh that uh, i said you know what yeah let's do it this way why don't i why don't i uh okay so we'll just push that we'll push this button here like this ladies and gentlemen let's get ready to rough you some things Monologue. Today's movie monologue sponsor is Heroin. Thank you for that sponsorship. Okay, movie the first. If you're following along, you will know the Mrs. and I are powering through the Fast and Furious franchise. FFF. Uh, so uh, this uh, week we're talking the Fast and the Furious, colon, Tokyo Drift. Probably the least liked of the fast and furious franchise if i had to guess certainly uh by the missus she <laughs> really does not like this uh oh shit what was our rating you know what uh luckily i'm keeping track of ratings so if you haven't been listening along uh so the first one i gave a two-ish she gave a five uh the second one we both gave 3.5 which is unusual that we both rate a movie the same uh that's practically unheard of uh and we both uh give this one a two yeah so uh really it's it 
it probably could not exist and it wouldn't hurt the franchise ouch is that the meanest thing i've ever said i don't know i feel like it's definitely got to be up there uh a teenager becomes a major competitor in the world of drift racing after moving in with his father in tokyo to avoid to avoid a jail sentence in america because that makes sense yeah, a lot of uh, dumb, th doesn't make any sense things in this movie. Uh, plus the fact that it really has nothing to do with the franchise as a whole. The, 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 the things that attach them are almost non-existent other than cars and racing, I guess. Uh, and then there's a very, uh, there's a scene at the end that has Vin Diesel, I guess, just to say, yeah, this is, this is canon. This is part of the Fast and the Furious franchise. Um... Yeah, you know what, uh, one thing, uh, probably one of my two that I'm giving this, uh, goes for the fact that I love anything like in Tokyo or to do with Tokyo. I have like a fascination with Tokyo. It's one of those, uh, definitely in my most desired place to visit on this planet would be Tokyo. Uh, keeping me from doing so is money. And the thought of that flight from Canada to Tokyo makes me want to kill myself. Uh, I don't think my poor back and body would handle it. So, you know, there's that as well. Okay, moving on to movie the second, Train Spotting 2? What? Question mark? Uh, yeah, I feel like this one went a little under the radar, and uh, I guess I could see why. Uh, they sort of tried to capture uh, the magic of the original um there was definitely lots of strong correlations right down to the fact that some scenes uh it's as if they're doing like a shot for shot uh of what happened 20 years ago now that being said whatever that happened i thought it was really really cool uh like uh, there was one point where uh this probably the most famous like scene shot from the first one where uh, is he hit by a car or he sort of, I think he's hit by a car and he's like laughing in front of the car after being hit by it or whatever. And they recreated that in this. And I'm like, that, that really hit me. It gave me goosebumps, like real actual live goosebumps. So uh, I did appreciate that. So train spotting too. Uh, if I'm going to give the first one five out of five, cause I free and love that movie. It's an amazing movie. This one, it, it it's definitely not as good, but I really liked it. So I, I'll probably go four. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's worth a watch. If you like the first one, uh, you will not hate this one ringing endorsement. Uh, okay. Moving next to ghost in the shell. Ah, oh, this thing. Uh, yeah, the whole whitewashing thing, I'm not a fan of. Uh, what's her name in this? Uh, uh, you know, what's uh, her name? Uh, Scarlett Johansson, or Johansson, if you prefer. Uh, she's fine, you know, I, I've never seen her in anything where I haven't liked her, this included. So, you know, there is that. But uh, I do think you could have got an Asian actress and it would have been better. Um, I knew a little, like I've seen the movie, uh, the, the anime movie Ghost in the Shell at least twice. And it was always very confusing to me. So I think because this is not anime, they tried to make it a little more accessible. So now I feel like I could watch the anime, uh, and maybe understand it a bit better than I did in previous viewings. So for that reason, this movie's good. Uh, I'll, I'll, you know what? I'll go like a solid 
three-ish, maybe a little lower. If you're unfamiliar, three is enjoyed while watching but wouldn't watch again. Uh, and I think that very much falls into this category. I, I had some enjoyment. Okay, shit. Sticking to the timer, Band-Aid is the final movie. Uh, give it a five out of five. Loved it and don't have time to talk about it, which is a shame. Today's television talk sponsor is Taffer Taffy. Thank you for that sponsorship. Okay, I have a little bit something different in this television talk to specifically talk of television. And by that I mean uh, the cable net, the cable? No, the provider. Yeah, sure. Uh, that uh, I used to have was Rogers here in Canada. Uh, and the missus and I, due to uh, financial reasons of Roger repeatedly raising prices for everything seemingly every single year uh we decided to make the switch to bell uh in in canada pretty much for the most part those are your two choices rogers or bell and i gotta say so far uh my experience with bell has been very very good so uh, I, I wanted to uh talk on that uh, good in terms of television which i should say uh, and this comes up from time to time that i kind of consider myself a cord cutter uh, not in the sense that I actually have, just that the only TV I, like, if I was not married to a woman who re cannot refuse the cord, uh, to cut the cord, and I, and I don't begrudge her that, uh, I would have cut it a long time ago. Like, I, I watch, the only TV, I, <clears throat> excuse me, the only TV I watch, like, actual TV TV, uh, is with her, with the missus. Uh, all, all my other viewings is of, uh, you know, your Netflixes and your, your streamings and such. Uh, which is another thing. Uh, we also got our internet switched. Uh, Bell Fibre? 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 Uh, and it's also uh, much faster than Rogers was, so. Faster internet. Uh channels as, as i assume are the same you would have to ask the missus but uh one cool thing that i don't think rogers had but to be fair i never looked into it uh is a app that you can sort of schedule things from your phone to record and such uh, and and find out when things are on and that sort of idea so that's very very cool and handy and uh, we've done we've done some of that including with the show Bar Rescue. Ah. Uh, yeah, the missus and I, friggin', we are in a Bar Rescue tear. Uh, like we watch a couple episodes a day practically uh, it's it's disgusting frankly uh, because we now get the channel spike uh, which apparently owns reruns of bar rescue and plays them 27 million times a day uh, so we've been able to catch up eventually we're going to reach the point where as we say we become saturated <laughs> with bar rescue episodes and can only watch new ones but spike also airs new ones every week so uh uh i've spoken of bar rescue on this program before because we've watched it in the past i think it was on netflix for like a little while or something i, I can't remember the circumstances of how we watched it but we only watched like one or two seasons and now we have like fucking eight seasons or something ridiculous whatever <laughs> uh, to catch up on so it's been god damn delightful it's basically it's kitchen nightmares but instead of uh what's his nuts it's a guy named john taffer who's like an expert in bars 
Uh, I like him for many reasons. Uh, the first and foremost is probably... It's not a word. Uh, is that uh, he quite often uh, explains his reasoning using science, the, the science of bar running, the bar sciences. Uh, so uh, so the, he's using facts and logic and, and, and past experiences to prove the things that he does to these bars. So uh, that I appreciate it. And then there's the crazy people who are bar owners and people who work in bars. <laughs> Uh, com combine those, the, the science and the logic and the do this and you will get this, uh, with the crazy people he deals with, uh, you know what they never really explore. I've just realized if you're going to deal with crazy people, uh, when it comes to bars, probably the patrons of the bars are where you're going to find a lot of the craziness and they never really explore that Avenue. Uh, like, I, I feel like if they ever do have a chance to, uh, maybe make a compilation of some of the regulars who hang out in these uh, in these failing bars. Uh, that would be cool. But despite that idea that I just had, uh, friggin' love Bar Rescue and Bell. So far, so good. Today's book banter is sponsor is the Tossavite Fund. T O S E V I T E. Tossavite Fund. Thank you for that sponsorship. Okay, uh, started a new series. I will let you know that I am, I don't know, maybe 50 pages into book two. So we are going to talk book one of the World War series by Harry Turtledove in the Balance, it is called. Uh, Harry Turtle Dove. Uh, one thing I remember from uh, back in the day before I had a ebook or electronic book, if you will, uh, whenever I would see uh, books in the library, because that's where I would get most of my books, uh, you can get them there for free. Huh. Uh, I would see Harriet Turtle Dove um, covers and always be like, what the fuck is going on here? This looks crazy and amazing. So uh, I would. I think more than once grab them and then I, I think sometimes I would read them but a lot of the times uh, I was judging the book by the amazing cover and started to read it and was either confused by it or it didn't get my attention or I, I don't know what but uh, reading the synopsis for this which maybe I'll do uh, really sort of like yeah, this sounds like something I need to experience. And uh, I will just say, so far, so good. Ooh, uh, this sounds like it's going to be good. <clears throat> Let me try to read it, uh, you know, uh, well. War seethed across the planet. Machines soared through the air, churned through the seas, crawled across the surface, pushing ever forward, carrying death. Earth was engaged in titanic struggle. Germany. Russia, France, China, Japan. The maps were changing day by day. The hostilities spread in ever-widening ripples of destruction. Britain, Italy, Africa, the freight, <laughs> the fate of the world hung in the balance. Then the real enemy came. Out of the dark night, out of the soft glow of dawn, out of the clear blue sky came an invasion 
force the likes of which earth had never known the world war was truly joined the invaders were inhuman and they were unstoppable their technology was far beyond our reach and their goal was simple fleet lord atvar had arrived to claim earth for the empire Never before had Earth's people been more divided. Never had the need for unity been greater. I feel like I'm doing a William Shatner impression a bit. And grudgingly, inexpertly, humanity took up the challenge. In this epic novel, in alternate history, Harriet Turtledove takes us around the globe. We roll with German panzers, watch the coast of Britain with the RAF, and welcome alien liberators to the Warsaw Ghetto. In tiny planes, we skim the vast Russian steppe, and we push the envelope of technology in secret labs at the University of Chicago. Turtle Dove's saga covers all the Earth and beyond as mankind, in all its folly and glory, faces the ultimate threat. And a turning point in the history shows us the past that never was and the future that could yet come to be. Man, if the timer had stopped right there, that would have been pretty, pretty, pretty good. Yeah, uh, so I, I think what Harriet, Tur Harry, I always want to say Harriet, Harry Turtle Dove specializes in alternate histories like this and, and maybe delves into fantasy from time to time. Uh, I got to say, uh, after reading the first book, uh, really, really interesting. Uh, I thought at first it was going to fall into the problem of too many characters. Uh, quite often when that happens, I lose interest. Uh, it's too hard to keep track of. I, I guess my, my puny brain can't handle it. Uh, this, despite having a shit ton of characters, uh, I've never really felt that. So uh, for that alone, I am impressed and give book one a five out of five in the balance by Harry Turtledove. Today's game, Gabin sponsor is Freeze and Cobble Pot Frozen, Frozen Fish Sticks. Thank you for that sponsorship. Okay, uh, continuing on, uh, although I will say not next episode, but the episode after, I will have non uh, VR related game to talk about in case you're getting sick of all this VR talk I've done lately. Uh, this episode however uh doing a couple more vr talk stuffs uh first and foremost is i think the first game i've sort of paid for like I, i've tried to explore free vr uh as much as i can and and still have stuff that i haven't touched yet so pretty impressive on that front but when uh during a sale on steam uh batman colon arkham vr came on sale i said to myself hey god damn i want to be batman and boy howdy was i um the common complaint of this uh, game this experience is that it's too short and not worth the money uh, a lot of the reviews i read w w uh, said something like if, if this was ten dollars 
if this was $15, it would be the perfect price and it would be amazing. So the fact that I got it at that price uh, uh, really sort of ups the ante as far as uh, uh, game, not, uh, what was I going to say, bang for your buck. So just right off the bat, I feel like I can give this a 5 out of 5 for this game slash experience. Uh, and I feel like I have to use both because it's not just a game. You are... You play as you don the cowl of Batman, and and it really is incredible to feel as if you are Batman. Uh, you, like you're, they're literally like in the opening scenes. You're you're putting on the gloves and getting all his gadgets. You you at, at a couple of points in the game, you can look in the mirror and move around and see your character move around, and that character that you see moving around is Batman. So it's pretty freaking awesome. Uh, I remember seeing or reading or something, a review from uh, Victor Lucas, who is a video game uh, reviewer, uh, insider guy, who's I've always been a big fan of over the years. I've spoken very highly of him. Uh, and I remember him, who's probably one of the biggest Batman fans ever, talking of this game and it giving me goosebumps just hearing him talk. And I got to say, it's, it's like many things in VR, you have to experience it yourself, so... I'll just sort of leave it at that. Uh, I don't really want to give away the story just because it's, it, it is not long. Uh, it, it is cool. It does have a cool ending, uh, be beginning, middle and end. Uh, it gets fucking pretty dark too, which uh, was a little surprising. So, uh, I highly recommend Batman Arkham VR, especially if you can get it uh, at a uh, discount like I did. Okay, uh, moving on to another cool VR experience. This happened in Alt Space VR, which is like, a, and there's a few of these things out there. It's like a VR area where you can sort of just go hang out with other people in VR. Uh, one of the cool things actually was, uh, and I don't know how well it would work, but I was like inside a uh, fantasy tavern. Um, and within that tavern, there was like a table set up so you could play Dungeons and Dragons. So, uh, I, I think there might've been some bugs if you actually tried to do it, but maybe there wouldn't, uh, it, it definitely needed more refining. Uh, even still just the thought of potentially one day going in VR to a, a, a fantasy tavern like you would find in a Dungeons and Dragons game and uh, sitting down with your buds playing Dungeons and Dragons in that tavern. That's that's a bit of a mindfuck right there. So uh, that was pretty cool. Uh, but what I uh, wanted to talk about was a VR concert I went to uh, with a star. Well, I didn't go with him. He was performing. Uh, Reggie Watts. Yes, that Reggie Watts. Uh, apparently he's uh, big into VR. Uh, him, Justin Roiland, I know he's big into it. So I think these, uh, the, you're going to see more and more of this. I, I, I feel like, like people realizing, uh, VR's potential and, uh, you know, I freaking love it. Let's just say it like that. Thereby. Today's internet intercourse sponsor is Tacos. Item the first 
is what I have titled Wisdom Teeth Extraction and the Adventure Zone Finale, but not for good. Uh, I did a what turned out to be a foolish thing, although it was easily fixed, and I thought to myself, okay, so you're getting your wisdom teeth out, which I did, which fucking sucked. Uh, I heard somewhat more after than I did before that uh, when you're of my age, 30-ish, uh, one of my 36, and you have to get your wisdom teeth out, uh, it's a longer recuperation than when you're a kid and you get it done. And I can verify that that is true. <laughs> so uh, my, my thought was, you know what, I'm going to be all drugged up. Uh, I have the last episode of The Adventure Zone, which I know is going to be incredibly emotional. Why don't I, in my drugged up state, listen to it? And just flow on those emotions. Because I know I'm not going to be doing much. I'm going to be lying there. Uh, and it turns out that was dumb for the reason that uh, I got... I Honestly, being out of it, I don't know. Times. <laughs> but uh, I got some into it. Um, and then uh, apparently, I'm going to say, apparently what happened is I then woke up. Uh, and it was, you know, had missed probably like an hour of it, maybe 45 minutes, uh, and then was confused because I didn't understand how I was listening to one part and then suddenly all this other stuff had seemingly happened that I didn't remember, uh, and, and didn't remember falling asleep either for that matter. So that was dumb, obviously. Uh, I remedied uh, the whole situation by starting at the beginning of the podcast and listening to the whole thing again. And gotta say, Jesus Christ, guys. Uh, das Honey Boys. Trace dos. No, Tois. Yeah, you guys. Come on. Uh, never have I. Uh, listened to so many episodes of a podcast that have struck me with so many different, very, very strong emotions from crying with laughter to crying with crying. Uh, really just an incredible feat of entertainment, period, let alone podcast. Uh, I will say in the, uh, I, I want to get caught up, which I'm, I'm getting pretty close, caught up with uh, D&D is for nerds, uh, and then when that's done, uh, I feel like I'm going to start the Adventure Zone from the beginning and uh, listen to a, listen to it from the very first episode. That is my pin. Uh, just such an incredible thing. Please, 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 if you've never listened to a podcast, uh, I think even if you don't like D&D, the, there, there is enjoyment here for anyone and everyone, so... Uh, I, I can't, uh, I, I've tried to spread this thing around where I can, so this is just me further doing that. Okay, so moving on to uh, Funhouse Retires the Watchmen for the Avengers. Oh yeah, that just, just happened uh, from my perspective. Uh, so Funhouse was doing GTA videos uh, all dressed as, uh, if you're unfamiliar with Funhouse, I should say. That's a YouTube channel, uh, probably my favorite YouTube channel. Uh, and they were uh, doing GTA uh, gameplay videos where they were sort of quote-unquote dressed <laughs> like characters from the Watchmen. Uh, and they did like a whole bunch of those and then I, I guess they got sick of that. So now they're moving over to the Avengers. Uh, they've just posted one so far from my perspective and it was pretty goddamn hilarious. Those guys, man. Whew. Yeah. Uh, last but not least, uh, Funny or Die has been posting... Uh, what they're calling 10 years of funny or die 
videos uh, with host Will Farrell and Adam McKay, and uh, they've been pretty incredible. It, it's like a look back at, I don't know if I would call them their, like, some of their top videos, top, I, I assume, top in most of, like, views and stuff. Like, uh, they've had other videos that are funnier than some of the ones they've spoken of, but some of the ones I've they've spoken of none of them are bad I wouldn't say that it's just there's there's some may, maybe deeper ones that uh, as a funny your die fan I think you can uh, experience for yourself I hope I hope folks uh this turned into not a horrible episode I don't think so you know kill surprise kill surprise which is french for something surprise yeah uh, okay, so uh, I think my uh, plan is to end it, as the timer has ended, and say haha, uh, that it's nice to be nice to the nice. Done and done. And I mean done. Done and done. <laughs> <laughs> I like Ron. Oh, shit. Uh, I forgot to hit stop so there's that this is the end of the show a sincere thank you for listening time to plug some things and i do not mean but you can like us on facebook you can follow jordan underscore maywood on twitter you can subscribe and comment on itunes lastly if you would like to contact the podcast you can email jordan.maywood at gmail.com I would like to conclude that I am not a robot and that I have a theory. I've got a theory that it's a demon, a dancing demon. Something isn't right there. I've got a theory. The best is yet to come and babe, won't it be fine? You think you've seen the sun, but you ain't seen it shine. Wait till the warm-up's underway. Wait till our lips have met Wait till you see that sunshine day You ain't seen nothing yet The best is yet to come and be Won't it be fine The best is yet to come Live long and prosper